You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Propaganda, persecution, pandemic. Christians in India have been struck down, not just by the pandemic, but by extremists whose goal is to wipe out Christianity from India. Hindu extremists use anti-Christian propaganda and lies, stirring up others to take aggressive actions of discrimination and violent persecution. It's unthinkable that the church could be destroyed in the world's largest democracy. It's time to act. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Today, we are going to turn our focus once again to the country of India. That quote that you just heard at the beginning illustrates how important it is for us to be talking about India and why we're focusing on it so much this month and uh, and in some weeks to come. And, you know, last week, Andrew, we talked about uh, how Christianity got to this point in India. And the truth is, the church in India is feeling really, really pressured. And they are actually the ones asking for the church around the world. And so in Canada to be standing with them because they feel like it's the last opportunity we might have for the foreseeable future to speak out for the church in India. Recently, it was quoted by a Christian in India. He said this, this may be the last time we were able to speak up for our country. Even if it doesn't make a difference, we have to do it. So Christians in India are feeling, as Jared said, Christians in India are feeling the pressure. And as the body of Christ, we need to stand with our brothers and sisters in India, and it's time for us to speak up. And so in this episode, we want to talk about how we can speak up what we can do and how we can make a difference for our brothers and sisters in India. Right. So for a bit of recap, uh, again, if you listen last week, um, the, the pressure on the church is increasing due to nationalism and in an idea of um, what we call Hindutva. That's the term. And it's Hinduness. Hinduness with an undertone of nationalism and the idea that to be Indian is to be Hindu. And so Christians, as well as other religious minorities in India, are finding themselves squeezed between their faith and their identity as Indian. And so over the last number of years, this has been exacerbated more and more. And it's kind of coming to a head where if you're not a Hindu, in India, it's almost difficult to to live and survive, let alone thrive. Uh, and so that's what the church is facing. And Andrew, do you want to talk a little bit about the report uh, that was conducted about the uh, this kind of thing? So the London School of Economics and Political Science released a report called Destructive Lies, Disinformation, speech that incites violence and discrimination against religious minorities in India. Now, this report was commissioned by Open Doors. 
but it was conducted by the researchers at London School of Economics. It's a very shocking report when, when you read it uh, about what is happening to religious minorities in India. And so the report follows eight case studies, six Christians, two Muslims, who have faced violence because of their faith uh, from Hindu extremists. And then it goes on to talk about how the media has not helped the situation, how police are not necessarily helping the situation, and how life is very, very difficult for these religious minorities. In fact, I want to read just a quote from, from the report. It says this, Our research found that an atmosphere of deep trauma, fear, and anxiety pervades the Christian communities that we visited in rural areas, as well as many of the Christian and Muslim communities in medium-sized towns and villages and on the outskirts of larger cities. These fears and anxieties are based on thoroughly evidenced experiences of exclusion, discrimination, harassment, bullying, intimidation, violence, and injustice. It would not be too far-fetched to say that the circumstances in which we found our research subjects living was one of imminent existential threat. That phrase, imminent existential threat, is very dramatic and very disheartening in a lot of ways because the church in India has been around for so long and it's such a, a beautiful thing. And the idea that Christianity in India could be wiped out is unthinkable. And that actually was the stated goal of some of the extremists uh, who are, you know, leading this, this charge towards nationalism. Wiping Christianity out by 2021 was a stated goal. And so this imminent existential threat that the report is talking about is not just hyperbole, it is an actual goal for those who are seeking to do harm to the church. Yeah, and again, this this report was done by the Lenin School of Economics. And so this isn't an open doors person speaking. Uh, this is the report from the Lenin School of Economics. Yep. What, what they discovered was happening to religious minorities in India uh, was very concerning to them. And, uh, and that comes across in the report if you, if you read it. And so we would encourage you to read the LSC report. Uh, you can find it on our website, opendoorsca.org slash India in crisis. And, uh, you can download it there and read it. And then uh, as you read it, as we talk about this existential threat, we cannot, as Christians, cannot sit by idly and do nothing. Right. It is time for us to speak up. It is time for us to step up and act. And so we want to give you some ways that you can speak out on behalf of your brothers and sisters in India. So, of course, we start with prayer. Yep. We know that no matter how much we speak up, if we don't speak up to our Father first, uh, it's not going to make the difference that we want. It's God who we need to act. And, and so we would love for you to get involved in prayer this summer for our brothers and sisters in India. And so we have three easy ways that you can do that. Uh, the first way is we're do here. We have a 31 days of prayer uh, for India. It's a devotional guide, uh, a prayer guide so that you can pray for 31 days. It is available again on that same website, opendoorca.org slash India and crisis. 
And the second way that you can get involved in prayer is by uh, connecting with Open Doors. And so we have an upcoming webinar. And if you're listening to this when it first comes out, and it's coming out on uh, on the 14th of July, uh, next week, the 18th of July on Sunday, uh, we will be hosting a public webinar over Zoom in which you can learn more about India and about the persecution that Indian Christians are facing. And there will be a time for prayer and a time where you can hear specific prayer requests and hear the stories uh, of, of what our brothers and sisters in India are facing. So again, that is uh, next week from the time uh, this podcast is being released. And so if you're able to register for that webinar, once again, opendoorsca.org slash India and Crisis, then we'd be happy to have you join us where you can learn more and uh, learn about how to pray. And if you are listening after July 18th, you can find it on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash opendoorscanada. Uh, the third way that you can be praying uh, is actually through this podcast. Over the next couple of weeks, we are going to release four special episodes of the podcast, each of them a guided prayer time for our brothers and sisters in India. And so they're going to be about 10 minutes long, and you'll have an opportunity to hear a story, hear some scripture, reflect on that scripture, and hear prayer points. And you'll be given time in this guided prayer time to pray for our brothers and sisters brothers and sisters in India. And so I do encourage you uh, to check out those over the next couple of weeks. We're going to release four of them. And, uh, and please do be praying for our brothers and sisters in India. Of course, we don't want to stop with prayer. Prayer needs to move us to action. And so well, let's talk about some of the ways that we can act on behalf of our brothers and sisters in India this summer. So the first thing that you can do is uh, referencing the report that we uh, just spent some time talking about. So once again, you can find that report on our website. And what we'd love for you to do is read it so that you're fully informed and then also share it so that other people can be fully informed. But specifically, we'd love for you to share that uh, with your member of parliament. And uh, we want to have parliamentarians be aware of what's going on in India because they're the policymakers and the ones who can uh, help advocate for uh, religious minorities in India. And you can find uh, information on how to contact your MP as well as the ambassador of Canada to the United Nations all on our website, and we want to get them involved in standing up for religious minorities in India. So find the London School of Economics report, the LSE report on our website, share that with friends, share that with family, and also share it with, uh, with your member of parliament. Now, if you're outside of Canada, you are welcome to share it with uh, your government and government officials as well. If you need it in another language, I encourage you to visit opendoors.org and find a base local to you, and they should have the LSE report available to you as well. We would love for you to post about on social media about what is happening to the church in India. And so there, any of these posts that you uh, put up online, uh, hashtag them stand for truth India, and then follow that hashtag because people across the world are using this hashtag, getting involved, uh, and speaking up on behalf of our brothers and sisters in India. And so you can see that, you can get involved. One of the things that uh, you will find as the summer goes on, a lot of people are doing are taking a picture with a sign that says Stand for Truth India, posting that uh, with the hashtag and, and uh, sp spreading awareness what is happening to the church in India. 
There's a couple other key officials that we would love for you to contact this summer, whether it's through social media or through email, and that is the Minister of Foreign Affairs in Canada, the Honourable Mark Garneau, and our Ambassador to the UN, Leslie E. Norton, asking them to support a United Nations fact-finding commission on human rights violations against religious minorities in India. Countries across the world are, are asking their officials to do this. We are really pushing the UN to look into what is happening because the LSE report, as I mentioned, is it's shocking and the information that's coming out and the UN really needs to look into it because they need to act on behalf of religious minorities. As you may or may not know, uh, freedom of religion is a, a universal human right. Right. And so, uh, the UN should be standing up for that. And so we do encourage you to visit uh, again, the website we've mentioned, opendoorca.org slash India and crisis. And from there, you can find ways to uh, find these different tweets and stuff. Or you can go to opendoorca.org slash stand for truth India if you specifically want social media messages and emails that you can use to tag government officials in. There's a lot of content available for you to share in addition to contacting these elected officials, in addition to sharing uh, your own social media posts. Uh, for instance, we have a video series, again, on our website uh, and on our YouTube channel as well, um, the India in Crisis series. And it features raw footage from the streets of India that uh, indicate what we're talking about, Christians who are facing discrimination. Uh, and there's brief little clips that uh, that you can share and hashtag Stand for Truth India so that we can raise awareness about what's going on. So before we end the podcast, we are going to spend a moment uh, in prayer for our brothers and sisters. You know, uh, we've talked about the idea of, of our brothers and sisters in India are facing an existential threat that uh, that they could be wiped out. But, you know, we've been holding on to this promise for our brothers and sisters in India. It comes from Second Corinthians chapter 4. Uh, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. You know, it, it is the goal of extremists to destroy the church in India. But we hold to God's promises. While they may be struck down, they will not be destroyed. And you know what? While they are persecuted, we have the opportunity this summer to make sure that they are not abandoned, that they are not forgotten, that we stand with them, that we speak up on their behalf. And so I do encourage you to get involved and really speak out on behalf of the church in India. Let's pray. Father God, we think of our brothers and sisters in India today. You know the pressure that they are facing. You know the violence that has uh, many of them have faced. God, you know how it's rising and growing, God. But you have not forgotten the church in India. You've not abandoned it. God, and I believe you're calling each one of us to stand with our brothers and sisters. And so, God, we ask, Father, today that you would strengthen the church in India. God, while they might be struck down, God, we know they will not be destroyed. God, and so we speak out. God, we act on behalf of our brothers and sisters in India. God, I pray that for every, every tweet, every social post, every email that is sent. God, may you go with it. May you 
uh, bring it to the attention of, of government officials, God. May we see the UN respond and, and start a fact-finding mission against uh, what is uh, about what is happening for persecuted uh, religious minorities in India. God, we ask that you would a- stand up and act on behalf of our brothers and sisters, God. And may the church be strengthened through this, God. And may the church come out of this season of, of increased violence and increased persecution stronger than ever in India. God, we stand with them today. God, move on our hearts. God, may we not be content to... Uh, just listen. God, may we act. God, may you move our hearts in prayer each and every day. God, may we be reminded to pray for our brothers and sisters in India. Each and every day, may we be reminded that our prayers must lead to action, God. And may we uh, speak out, God, and see change for our brothers and sisters in India. And we thank you, God, for all that you're doing for in India and around the world. Pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, as always, we want to thank you for joining us uh, on the World Watch Weekly podcast again. As we mentioned, the next couple weeks, we're going to be releasing a couple special editions of the podcast featuring guided prayer times. So we would encourage you to download those episodes and you can listen to them uh, just by yourself or, or even on, the, on a walk uh, in a time when you would normally do some prayer or meditation. So we hope that uh, those are a blessing to you. Once again, uh, you can learn all about what's going on in India and and find out more about how you can help by visiting our website and following us on social media. Uh, And we hope that you will uh, subscribe to the podcast as well for more information about your persecuted family. So we will see you next week. And until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click Prayer.